Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's edition of About to Review. I'm your host, that guy named John, and this is going to be a spooktacular, belated spooktacular、uh, Halloween episode. And I'm joined by my good friend Steve. Good evening. And Steve is trying to do his Vincent Price impression. Yes. Okay, that is going to get real annoying real quick. Hello, John. Yeah, hello, Steve. Or are we still going by this guy named Steve? Because <laughs> that would be awesome. He has、uh, expired. Oh, okay.、Uh, so, this is going to be an、uh, interesting style of episode.、Uh, so, I came up with this idea, and we will see how it works, to do a bracket system of kind of like a sweet 16 of the best horror movie villains. Who will be in a tournament system? Steve and I will debate which one would win each round to crown the ultimate winner of the horror villain showdown. And you mean deathmatch? They're fighting each other in an arena of some kind、mm-hmm. using various. In an arena of some kind, they will have their weapon of choice, whatever that may be.、Uh, they will be in, yeah, some sort of arena that one person will not be at a severe disadvantage. So, however, that ends up being, that is where this will be. But I just wanted to be clear for my own understanding.、Mm-hmm. We're not saying this is the best character.、Nope. We're not saying they're the scariest character.、Nope. We're saying if these two villains went at it,、yes. who would win? Exactly. Got it. And, you know, unlike other things, like if these two characters are in a death match, these are characters, for the most part, you are not going to care about in the sense of. If one of them wins and kills the other person in a death match, oh well. So, best case scenario, we have 15 horror movie villains that are no longer existing to terrorize people. They seem to come back. They do. <laughs> Almost all of these have come back at least once. Don't be too sad. Yeah. So, there are going to be 16 horror villains.、Uh, I cut up pieces of paper.、Uh, Steve is going to draw a number. I will draw a number. And that will be the round first. And then we'll just kind of go, go round by round. The number I draw, am I advocating for that you one? You are advocating for that one. Got it. So, and again, Steve and I, <laughs> we might like horror movies. We might love some horror franchises. That does not mean that we are experts on any of these. Right. So, what was that word just now? Right. Right. <laughs> I was like, Uh, so, if any of, if any of、uh, the listeners are huge horror buffs and Steve gets something wrong, just text him. Just send him a tweet、uh, and blame him.、Mm-hmm. Uh, if I get anything wrong, I do not want to hear about it.、Yeah. I like to live in a perfect bubble where I never hear any negative things. You can find me on Twitter at Jill Stein. Do we need any more introductions or should we just. Oh, right. So, the rough format as far as. Um, the things to consider for the villains will be their weapon of choice,、uh, their intelligence, the kill count, terror level, or also the bigger thing for me is psychological impact. Because some of these villains, they might not be in the best franchises, they might not be that well known compared to the other ones, 
but the psychological impact of either when you first saw the movie or how it affected you when you saw it. So our own psyche comes into play. Absolutely. In our fantasy world of villain versus villain, Mm -hmm. where we're controlling their actions. Yeah. That's, that's definitely going to come into play for sure. Yeah. Should we start uh, with our first sponsor though, before we go into it? (laughs) Um, sure. Today's show is sponsored by Scarespace. Need a website for your haunted house? It's Uh. too late. Next year, use Scarespace. Scarespace. Uh Uh-huh. Build your haunted house beautiful. That sponsored content is brought to you by Steve's sense of humor. (laughs) (laughs) Which, okay, I was like, I was interested. I was like, wow, did someone actually bring a sponsor? No. Squarespace. No. That being said, hey, Squarespace, hit me up at aboutreview.com. All right. Okay, so we have the hat. Wow. You, where did you get that top hat? Uh, this top hat I stole from a magician on First Avenue. And you got a black rose in there, too. I appreciate that. I do. That. Oh, That's no, good. not the bunny. You, you <laughs> okay. <just laughs> okay. It's got teeth. So, uh, round one. Steve, go ahead. You want me to review? Oh, yeah, and, yeah so I, I gave all of these horror villains... A number. And so Steve will say the number and then I will say which villain it is. Okay, who you got? Round one. Jigsaw from Saw. Nice. Okay. And I pulled Freddy Krueger from the Nightmare on Elm Street That's franchise. That's a good matchup to start with. That is. I like it. Uh, okay. So since you drew first, how about you uh, tell me why? Jigsaw is a great horror movie villain, or what makes him unique in this particular battle? Or should we determine where this battle is going to take place? Let's start with the character. Okay. As I'm describing why Jigsaw would win, and I think he would. Mm, uh, confidence. Maybe you can come up with you know the various arenas that he would be okay. battling in. Jigsaw, as you know, is a human. <laughs> yes. Uh, he was a guy that had cancer, mm-hmm. and he wanted to teach people the value of the life that they had mm-hmm. by putting them in these elaborate traps right. that teach them you know, what's valuable to them, basically. Mm-hmm. By the second movie, I don't know if you know this, <laughs> but he got some followers. Yes. One of the women that was in the, the crazy house that mm-hmm. he put everybody in was a devotee of Jigsaw. Freddy Krueger doesn't have any allies. So yeah, true. He, uh, all he has is his clever quips and his <laughs> dream space tricks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so being a human, Jigsaw would have to fall asleep, find Freddy in his dreams, and wrap his arms around him, and then wake himself up. Right. If anyone can wake themselves up, it's Jigsaw. He would... Uh, come up with some sort of elaborate system that would recognize when he had Freddy there and Mm -hmm. it would splash water in his face. It would be like Inception Inception, where he would push back into the water and then he'd bring Freddy into the real world. Mm. And uh, I imagine he'd put Freddy into one of those elaborate traps, teaching Freddy a lesson about what's important to him and making (laughs) him an ally. Ooh, so wait, you think think Freddy Krueger would end up being an ally of Jigsaw? Of course. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, once he's in the real world and he, uh, well, Freddie's very intelligent, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, uh, sure. He's a pedophile. Uh, right. 
Yep. Sure, he's twisted. Sure, he was burned in a fire and uh, has terrible taste in sweaters. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he was human. And when you bring him into the real world, he's, he is human after all. And uh, is I, he, I don't though? think he could resist. Because that is the thing is, yes, that is one of the tropes that they started with Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one, which is like, I want to say like 86, I think I wrote down, maybe, uh, 84. Did, have we actually seen him in the real world susceptible as a human, though? Pretty much every movie ends with someone grabbing him in dream space, waking yeah. up, bringing him to where, is he human? I don't know if he's human, but right. he at least can be damaged. He can be um, dealt with. He can be affected by real world things. He can be okay. So I, I see. I see your uh, your methodology. Yeah, um, and you have some solid points. I do think that Jigsaw. I imagine him sleeping in kind of like one of those Iron Maiden coffins, where if for whatever reason he were to start to doze off, it would start slowly coming in, and it would you know wake him up. Uh, that is an interesting point, but I still think Freddy because. All it takes is for Jigsaw to fall asleep for a couple minutes. As we saw in a lot of the movies, the people would think that they were awake until something was not right. Something in their room was different. Something was backwards. So I think Jigsaw, as intelligent as he is, at some point would succumb to sleep. Mm -hmm. Freddy would go into his dreams and probably kind of flip the script. And I think would try and get Jigsaw onto his team only to realize... Jigsaw is crazy and too crazy to be on his side. And with the weapon of choice of Freddy Krueger's being a bladed glove, he just needs to get close. Jigsaw is an enfeebled old man. And his weapon of choice is traps. You still have to get Freddy into those traps. Yeah. I think their intelligence levels are similar. They I are. think they'd be able to, they wouldn't be able to outwit each other. Mm-hmm. But it would be, in, I think each of them would take their licks, so to speak. I think it's important, though, to remember that Jigsaw has nothing to live for. He's the True. Walter White of horror movie villains. Mm. He's already dead. Yeah, pretty much. But so is Freddy. Well, I was like, I was like yes. I was like, one of them is practically dead. One of them legitimately uh-huh. Uh-huh. is dead. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, th- I, think it would be, I think it would be interesting. I do think because of their intelligence, they would... They would entertain each other. Sure. Because I think that the first time Freddy sees the little ventriloquist puppet on the tricycle uh-huh. that Jigsaw uses, right? I think Freddy would actually like that. I sure. think Freddy would get a kick out of that because Freddy, he just likes to mess with people. Yeah. He likes to do those twisted things. Yeah. So I think they would entertain each other. He would be entertained, thus dropping all of his defenses. Mm. Because again, you're... Your analogy rides on the fact that Jigsaw has to grab him and bring him into the real world. He may not be able to do that himself, but he's got his army of followers that Fight Club style have seen his way of the world mm-hmm. and uh, you know will do his every beckoning. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. But Freddy's magical. That's the thing. That's the again, like Freddy, Freddy has been killed, as we have mentioned, a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. they made something like nine movies, I think. Mm-hmm. Let me see, eight. Did Jigsaw ever get killed? Or whatever happened to him? I, I'm, oh, God. I missed the, the last few. It doesn't we, matter. It doesn't like, matter. When, it's when, imagination land. When we say few, Saw wanted to, like the creators of Saw, I liked their story. Mm-hmm. The first one, they were fresh out of film school. They wanted to do a low-budget horror, and they succeeded. That first one took a lot of people by surprise. 
it was great. And then it just, it got more and more ridiculous as time went on. Yeah. So I think we should give this one to Freddie because you say that he has to grab someone or I said mm-hmm. that he has to, has to grab someone. It's a good point that being in a wheelchair, it's difficult to actually do the grabbing and you can't easily bring in your followers to that dreamscape to mm-hmm. be able to, uh, to capture them. So they, they uh, tried that yeah. in nightmare on Elm street two. I think the dream warriors, mm. uh, I think that was when it was Johnny Depp, but yeah, like they basically, they try and team up mm-hmm. and it, again, it quote unquote worked. But guess what? They made a bunch more Freddy movies, which means he still survived regardless. So, Freddy Victor. Yes. All right. One for me. Perfect. All right. Next round. Next round. All right. And let me grab mine. Whoop. All right. Uh, that one is. What? Oh, that one is 10. 10. <laughs> I did, he was hold, Steve was holding it up to me trying to decipher my hieroglyphics writing. That's, we gotta swap. Oh, I'll what? do this one. Ah, okay. So, See, this one I'm, is more in my wheelhouse. More my, okay, gotcha. Alright, so, which, who did you draw? Coming from the shadows of the toy department. Mm-hmm. Chucky. Mm-hmm. The pitter-patter of little feet. As he runs to the bathroom... Hops up on the sink, looks into the mirror, and he says five times, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Be- <laughs> no. So he, he says, says five times, Candyman, 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 which is who I apparently drew because Steve wanted to switch me. So in this round, uh, we have Chucky versus Candyman, an alliterative battle yeah. uh, between the two C villains. Yeah. And I would say see villains in more ways than one. That was a play on word, both alliterative and also not safe for work. These, what? No, (laughs) these villains, these are kind of the ones that never really got the respect of a lot of like the same level of horror villain as some of the other people on this list. So Chucky, they made a ton of movies. You can go into that a little bit if you want to go ahead. Oh, right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of people don't know Chucky's origin story. Mm-hmm. They think it's just a crazy doll. But right. the first movie, Child's Play, did it in kind of a brilliant way. It was a criminal mm-hmm. that uh, was robbing the store, I believe, robbing mm-hmm. a department store. Yes. And had a shootout with the cops, I believe, mm-hmm. and he was dying. He knew some voodoo stuff. Yes. And so he did a voodoo chant over a nice guy doll mm-hmm. and possessed it and then went back into the box. He was purchased by the mother and brought back to the kid. And then he he basically is convincing the kid in secret to do his bidding and help him get to uh, a place where he can get out of his body. In the later movies, he sort of accepted the fact that he was stuck in this body. Yeah. And, and even uh, gets a wife at one point. Yeah. Which, Jennifer Tilly played right. the bride of Chucky. Uh, I like Chucky. I like Chucky. You know, he's unpredictable and, uh, you know, he gains your trust. People that see him for the first time, especially in the earlier movies, you know, don't recognize his, um, scariness. Mm -hmm. Uh, and he's fast, he's resourceful, uh, and good with the quips as well. Candyman, tell me about Candyman. I don't know anything about him, which is why I wanted to switch you. So (laughs) Candyman came out in 1992 uh, this is one of those movies that is actually kind of rare on in horror movies where it has the main villain 
is African-American. So that in and of itself kind of separated because even when this came out in 1992, coming off of kind of the heyday of our generation in the 80s movies when we have, you know, we had the Freddy Kruegers. Uh, we already had Child's Play because Child's Play came out in, what, like 88 or something? Like the Sounds first one? right, yeah. So to have a movie that takes place in a different part, like this takes place in Chicago mm-hmm. with an African-American lead, you know, uh, antagonist, you know, it was different. Tell me about the character. So the character, uh, from, and again, this was one that I have not seen in a really long time. It terrified me as, as a kid. But basically, one of the characters in the movie starts researching urban legends. And so she finds out, you know, this origin story of the Candyman, who is a Civil War uh, veteran, I think, who was then hung and died. So through some uh, machinations... He also was able to control a bunch of bees. Uh, so his main weapons of choice, he had a hook hand and bees. I remember a little bit of a detail here. I think he was covered in honey and stung by bees as part oh, of his okay. punishment or as part of his lynching Execution. or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, so I think the villagers were ch- chanting Candyman because he was covered in honey and it was the olden days and honey was candy. That makes sense. Um but I think what makes this villain unique also, other than what, what I talked about, the portrayal by Tony Todd, this was the kind of introduction, at least to me. I mean, growing up in this generation, you know, when this was coming out, this guy was terrifying. It not only was like he is a large man, but his tone. He has this gravelly tone that then became synonymous, similar to James Earl Jones in Darth Vader, or in Darth Vader, when he played Darth Vader in Star Wars, where it just it has such a resonance where for years when i would see tony todd the actor in something else that still is what i first go to and they used him in the uh season of the flash where he played or played the the voice let's focus on the battle (laughs) let's talk about the battle because we'll be here all night if we're talking about the whole the movies and everything so so let's let's focus on it so he's using bees to attack right yes chucky what does he care about bees he doesn't have human skin. It's made out of latex, and he can't feel pain. If he cannot feel pain, though, that is true, then why do people still attack him? And, like, he feels hurt in some of the movies. In some of the instances, like, he gets annoyed by pain, I think. Maybe not hurt by pain. Yeah. It seems like there was some kind of... Um, uh, someone cast a spell on him, or w- w- they were able to make him weak somehow. I think he had a I, kryptonite. If yeah, I, yeah. I, I wish I had seen it again recently, but anyway, uh, he seems. I mean, obviously, he can be killed, or at least temporarily yes. killed in between movies. Um, but yeah, it doesn't feel pain. And yeah. hook hand. What can you do with the hook hand? Really? Uh, you Come can on. drive it through Chucky's face because the fact that Chucky has a huge scar, yeah, means that he can at least be damaged. Uh huh. So if he can be damaged and you have a dude who is also nigh invulnerable with a giant hook hand and Chucky, even growing up, he was one of those villains that like, I would see it and I'd be like, all right, this is kind of scary because of the imagery and because of the tone of the movie. Not for a minute was I afraid of Chucky. Like even as a kid, basically because he also looked like a My Buddy doll and all of us remember those songs, which I'm not going to sing right now. I'm resisting. Be like the my buddy kid sister mixed with a raggedy Ann and Andy doll. What it about just, the sound of little feet through the flower? Now that 
Everybody, turn great. up the microphone on your, or turn up the <laughs> headphones on your device. Yes, okay. everyone, turn up your microphone. It's almost like it is. Yeah. Or in Jurassic Park, same type of thing when the raptor, you know, is like tap. So it does have that. Like again, like watching these, like there were moments that scared me, but the villain did not. So to me. If the villain did not scare me in a horror movie, uh-huh. pointless. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So in this versus battle, you have a giant man who can control bees, which, if anything, can cause a distraction. Uh-huh. <laughs> a distraction. <laughs> distraction. What does Chucky care about a distraction? So he, can form, he can form a hand with the bees uh-huh. and slap Chucky with, a la Looney Tunes. Uh, but I still think hook hand to the face, done. Chucky comes in with a knife and cuts his Achilles... And then cuts his hamstring, and then just, Candyman does just not have Achilles. He is essentially a spirit. How does he get killed at the end of Candyman? Oh, what did they? Well, they made multiple. So technically, <laughs> he never really got killed. They made, I think, they only made three of them. Um, but yeah, it just, it. I forget how. Uh, pay the respects. I'm reading up of Wikipedia right now to remind me, and I cannot remember, and it is too long to read. So, so who wins this one? I still think Candyman because Chucky is not a scary villain. Hmm. Not only not a scary villain, but like it is a doll. Mm-hmm. Kick the doll into a fireplace. Done. I Game think that's over. how he actually dies in the first. In time. one of them. All right, yeah. we'll give it to Candyman. Yes. <laughs> so far, that guy named John is two for two. <laughs> All right, next round. This better be a good one. You better not switch me again. That was a cop out. <laughs> All right. So I will go first this time. I drew, and this is a last-minute replacement. Uh, I had another one down here, but we switched it out uh, for Steve's recommendation, and it was a good one. I have an unlikely horror movie villain, Jaws. Well, imagine that Jaws hops aboard. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine that Jaws hops aboard the Orca, Uh and uh, Quint has a TV there, and uh, he happens to be watching a certain VHS tape. (laughs) Okay. Jaws, floundering on the deck of the orca through his black glass doll eye, watches the tape and is forever haunted by the girl from the ring who... Samara. Drew Samara, more mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> okay. Now... Yeah, she, please, please defend <laughs> your champion. Well, in order for her to get tormented by jaws she would have to go into the water which granted is how she died boom she died in a well yeah but that isn't she invulnerable to the water at that point she i mean she's a ghost she's a ghost that was drowned that's why she's mm-hmm. dripping well, all she was not a place. ghost that was drowned she was a child that was drowned okay yeah yeah but formerly drowned yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh so <laughs> what better medium for them to fight in than mm-hmm. the ocean? <laughs> In the ocean. But you know, the most interesting thing about this matchup Uh is, you know, she has to come out of the, she has to come out of the, (laughs) she has to come out of the TV in order to battle. Uh And, and, you know, she has that creepy crawl, but she's not going to crawl across the water. She can't do that. And, uh, uh, I mean, there's uh, the other way that people get freaked out and mm-hmm. killed by her is they answer the phone. You get a call mm-hmm. that says you're going to die in X number of days, so, and then they so just Jaws, die, right? So Jaws on his shark phone. <laughs> okay, so all right, here's a scenario. 
Here it is. Uh, Steve started it out. So I the, wish I hadn't at this point. <laughs> so the orca is in the middle of the ocean. Uh, orca Quint, being the name of the boat, in yes. case people don't know. Uh, so Quint is stressed out, you know, trying to figure out what is going on. He wants to relax. Instead of using the radio that they have on the ship, they put on the TV. Yes, this has been established. This has been established. So she comes, well, he sees the tape. The phone. Wait, Jaws sees the tape? No, Quint sees the tape. Uh, The ham radio rings since there was on a phone on on the boat. He answers it. Uh, He gets the curse. But what happened was when Samara comes out of the TV, it is right as Jaws is attacking. Okay. So Quint is between these two. Now I'm with you. All right. Whew. All right. So I'm, try- I'm trying to piece this together. So Quint is having to face, on one end, a shark eating his boat. Turning around, there's a girl crawling towards him. Mm-hmm. So then it becomes a matter of who gets to Quint first. Mm-hmm. I think Jaws gets to Quint first because he is faster uh-huh. and we're in the water. Samara has the slow walk. Right. So Jaws... The upside down... No, I'm thinking of the grudge again. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, the way that they actually did that with the ring, here's a little fun fact. I love to hear How it, it looks all creepy. They filmed her walking backwards. Oh, uh, yeah. And then did it forwards. They did that in the movie Bringing Out the Dead as well. Yes. Martin Scorsese. A lot of people haven't seen it. Yeah, it's nice really pull. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, so she is slow because she knows, whatever, this person is cursed, I'm going to get to them. So Jaws eats Quint, is eating Quint, as Samara is getting closer and closer. Mm-hmm. Samara and Jaws lock eyes. Mm-hmm. Samara realizes she is powerless because what is she going to do to Jaws? She picks up the scuba tank <laughs> No, with her hair Quint and already swings used, it. Quint already used that. What? That, and, you and didn't try, say that. And, well, I thought it. <laughs> in trying to defeat Jaws. Um so then Jaws continues eating the boat. As we had already established, Samara cannot walk on water. Yeah. So she drowns again in the water. Boom. Jaws wins. Can sharks hear? Ooh. Uh, I want to say, yeah. well, they have this, the things on the sides, the uh, yeah. those lines where they can kind of feel. Yeah. Electrical lines. Yeah. And you know what those pick up? Ham radio signals. So the Ooh, okay. Jaws gets the call <laughs> over the ham radio, which is not how it works. But no, anyway, that's, yeah. Okay. Gets the call. He senses it in his electrical signals mm-hmm. on the sides of his body. And that counts. So <laughs> that's, that's the three days right there. I think it is what, seven, but yeah. What's he going to do? He, the, the, the orca is at the bottom of the ocean at this point. Mm-hmm. The tape is dead. He mm-hmm. can't show it to anyone else. So Jaws... Regardless of whether he quote unquote beats Samara, mm-hmm. it's Jaws is going to die in seven days anyway of mysterious causes. No, because she she is the she one that still kills the person. Yeah, she just takes her time with it for whatever reason. Oh, and then crawls out of the TV after the that, seven that days. Is how, yeah, that is how she gets to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she would still need some sort of mm-hmm. television. Jaws is chilling. Mm-hmm. Jaws is in the ocean, not caring about Samara. Going about his sharky ways. Cruise ship goes by. You're telling me there's no giant display on the cruise ship where she crawls out what and jumps in? What year is this battle taking They had cruise way. ships in 1978 or whenever Jaws uh-huh. came out. Yeah. Hmm. That is a stretch. Uh-huh. Um, I think Jaws wins because Jaws, like, what, what does he have? What does she have that can do to him? Her ghost powers. Nothing. There's no way. You can't stop her once she comes out. But comes out of what? <laughs> the te- the cruise ship televisions. Uh, 
But Jaws. I think we're at an impasse here. Like if he watches mm. the tape, she di- he dies unless but, he shows the tape to somebody else. No, that was that is not how it works. It, you just you die regardless. It is not like that new movie where you have to have sex with someone and then they get the curse. If you watch it, you die. Just regardless. That's what I'm saying. But he only he never watched it. He only saw her and heard picked up some signals. Well, huh. if he doesn't <clears throat> Mhm. Your logic is impeccable as usual. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, Jaws? Okay. Yes. <laughs> That one was that was a tough one. <laughs> All right. So is that the, is that the first four? No, we uh, got one more. Oh, one more. All right, here we go. <laughs> and then we got another. Sp- <laughs> we got another sponsor uh, after that. Oh boy. Okay. So next round, <clears throat> I will go first. Uh, this was number one, and again, I just I wrote these down randomly. This is not the number one draft pick. Yeah. <clears throat> Number one, Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th versus... Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess I will tell a little bit about Jason Voorhees for those people who do not know for whatever reason. (laughs) Yeah. So, first appeared on Friday the 13th in 1980, technically, but he was only a kid. Uh, I will not ruin the twist of the first movie, but spoiler alert... It was his mother. uh, Wow. Did not even get through spoiler alert. So, Jason does not really appear until the second uh, Friday the 13th part two, which was a year later. Uh, and Jason has the iconic hockey mask, which he did not wear until the third movie uh, and a big old machete. Yeah. So, and like a lot of horror movie franchises, this movie ended up in space yeah. with Jason X. Yeah. Which made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> Jason wanders into the woods and he comes across the home of some hillbillies, and he gets invited in for dinner. Mm. He's not a rude person. No. <laughs> sure. He's polite, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do Soft-spoken, those... Soft-spoken. Well, yeah, say. he doesn't yeah. have the Freddy Krueger quips mm-hmm. or the uh, the rude, um, you know, what did, what did Freddy say? Something? Oh, we won't go yeah. into it. But, uh, you know, so he goes in, he sits down at the table to have mm-hmm. a meal, and he hears, what is that in the basement? sounds like someone is grinding on something and and he goes to investigate the sliding door opens it's leatherface ah! wearing the face of his mother ooh good twist look out jason he's coming for you so we have a leatherface wearing or a yeah technically a face wearing villain wearing the face of the other person's murdered mother terrifying terrifying with a chainsaw and on the other hand, we have Jason wearing a hockey mask with a machete. Ooh. I'm going to uh, give the early concession to Jason. Here's why. Okay. I know I'm supposed to advocate for Leatherface, but mm-hmm. it's hard to because he's just a hillbilly with a with a uh, chainsaw. Jason can grab anything around. Anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> Leatherface, he uses the chainsaw. It's terrifying. It's scary, mm-hmm. whatever, you know. But Jason not only... Does he have the resourcefulness mm-hmm. of killing all the family in different ways with different Seriously. weapons? But he can also disappear and reappear around. Yeah. How he, he teleported everywhere in the later movies. They, just, yeah. Well, they have to do that because he walks everywhere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, so, it would be like Samara, yeah. like crawling towards somebody. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, just a side jaunt, it mm-hmm. follows. 
you yes. were talking about that, earlier. That was the one. Mm-hmm. If that happened to me, I would just figure out how long it takes him to walk somewhere, fly to another country, and then, you know, calculate the time that it took him to walk through the ocean, and then fly to the next place. And, you know, <laughs> just spend three months in different time zones all around the world, and hmm. don't worry about anything else. It sounds like you already travel around the world, yeah. so that, that might be interesting. Yeah. Uh, back to the battle. Okay, sorry, yes. Um, but I, I do like your early concession, and it makes sense. That said, in, I want to say Friday the 13th, part two or three, one of the campers or camping groups finds a shrine that has his mother's head along with a bunch of dead bodies. Because Michael or Jason Voorhees is crazy. So I think that shock value of seeing his mother's face, who he is reverent towards. Sure. Because she got her head chopped off in the first movie, and so he is going out for revenge in the later movies. So that shock value, I think Leatherface gets a good, like, one chop down. Yeah. With the chainsaw. Okay. Like, maybe, like, <clears throat> into sure. the shoulder or something. Granted, yes, Jason is nigh invulnerable, mm-hmm. as we have seen a mm-hmm. bunch of times. Yeah, and we got to get his mask knocked off at some point. Because yeah. that always happens. It does, which is weird. I think that is one of the strengths of Jason. Yeah. Is that he is silent. He, well, I mean, he speaks a little bit, but yeah. you never really. He's bad at keeping his mask on, though. Just <laughs> oddly enough. Well, he is wearing like an old school hockey mask. Yeah. Um, but I, I liked that aspect of him. So I think Leatherface gets the first shot. on Right on the mask. Right Splits on the, it in two. I like it. Yeah. Splits it in two. Therefore, Jason gets panicked. Uh, not only seeing his. Have mom. you ever seen Jason panicked? Okay, Come on. Let me rephrase that. Jason is standing there motionless uh-huh. for at least a moment. Sure, sure. Uh, after that subsides, maybe a little chase through the house, because Leatherface had his family of cannibals. Yeah, he's swinging it around. Yeah, swinging it around. Um, I think Jason, as he is going through the house, is just murdering all of the family members <laughs> sure. just without any contention. Why not? Just stab, stab. Yeah. Uh, they do end up running out of the house on that same desert road Mm -hmm. or dirt road. Mm -hmm. That said, Leatherface is going to comically stumble on bones. Sure. Straight into Michael Myers's machete through the chest. Who's Michael Myers? Jason Voorhees. (laughs) Straight through the chest. Machete. Leatherface is not invulnerable. Leatherface has no supernatural abilities like Jason has. I like that. He's, he's celebrating early by swinging it around in the air. Slips. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. So Good job, Jason. Jason wins. <laughs> yeah. Good job, you crazy psychopathic murderer. Yeah. All right. That was that was the first half of the bracket. First of the, yeah. So okay. Well, we'll we'll do a couple more. Yeah. There we go. What we got here. And my <laughs> next one. How we're going to determine who picks the next ones? I'm not quite sure, but we'll figure that out as we go. Mm-hmm. Uh. All right. Set the stage. The spaceship <laughs> Nostromo. Mm-hmm. Air vents. This is like Welcome to Night Vale. Yeah. We're going <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Go and ahead. Uh, you hear skittering. You go, what is that? And you hear the drip, drip, drip of acid coming from up above. <laughs> and uh, emerging from the vent is an alien. The alien, the xenomorph. Mm-hmm. The original horror movie in a haunted house in space. I like it. And it. Uh, it saunters into the cafeteria, and it finds... It finds, sitting there, having some fava beans and a nice Chianti, 
Hannibal Lecter. Uh-huh. From the Silence of the Lamb Silence of the Lambs series of films. Yeah. Now, Hannibal Lecter, mm-hmm. smart guy. Genius. Genius. <laughs> I just got so exasperated. <laughs> uh, genius. But, but the alien's not an idiot either. Mm-hmm. True. And plus it has giant claws. <laughs> a tongue with a mouth on the end. Acid right. blood. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, it's it's an alien. It's freaking huge and scary and crazy and fast mm-hmm. and strong. I don't think he would have a chance. I mean, he's he's human just like everyone else on the Nostromo. Mm-hmm. You're going to tell me that he's going to come up with some way to trap it, some things. Mm. But what you don't realize <laughs> is uh, he is eating those fava beans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he lays down on the table. <sighs> and... Oh, and it bursts out of his chest. The mm. baby alien. Huh. Killing you, him instantly. Are you done? Yeah. Okay. So. Oh, wait. Well, we, we didn't even bring the facehuggers into it yet. Right. Okay. So, this is how it actually happens. Hannibal Lecter, sitting there, this fob of beans, a nice Chianti. Here's the skittering. Here's the... That was, that was blood dripping. Or has it dripping? He is not an idiot. He knows kind of what is going on. Why? Because he has been eating all of the other astronauts and scientists on the Nostromo. He recognized the face hugger, or not recognized it, saw what happened. He was in that room when it burst through the chest, right? It burst out of his chest. Nope. <laughs> in my in, scenario. In your scenario, right. which is wrong. So, burst through the chest. He sees that. Everyone else is shocked, freaking out. What is going on? He is just studying. Because Hannibal Lecter is a man of science. So he is watching that, studying, learning, everyone else is freaking out. He kills them all in their sleep, <laughs> because that is what he does, real easily, uh, and is, has been eating them for days. Not really caring about the alien, because he was like, you know what, that happened, I'm the only one left, I just need to watch out for myself. So, fava beans, nice Chianti, some human flesh. He sees that creature come through the inky blackness, which the visuals of Alien, the first one, are still absolutely stunning. Mm -hmm. Like, the whole costuming. So he sees this creature emerge. He invites it to dinner. He slides over a plate of human, therefore distracting the alien. You're really into this distraction theory. (laughs) Well, yes. uh, I mean, come on now. Uh, Throws down a smoke bomb. So he he slides a plate down to the table. Uh Uh-huh. The alien sees it, recognizes it as human flesh, delicious, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. starts nibbling with a little mouth. Don't feeding, ever do that again. <laughs> the, the little mouth is feeding the big mouth pieces of Ripley. Uh, that is how it works. It is science. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, Hannibal Lecter is sliding down the table, effortlessly, effortlessly gliding, and stabs one of the hands with his steak knife. Mm-hmm. As soon as he does that, acid <laughs> sprays up. <laughs> in his own face. In his own face. <laughs> so Hannibal Lecter dies, but only through happenstance. Oh, his own his own, his own hubris hum- thinking, thinking that I, I like got that. this. Because as we know, Hannibal Lecter, his main weakness is hubris. Mm-hmm. He's always thinks, That's true. and he normally is, 10 steps ahead. Yeah. All it takes is that one slip up. Yeah, yeah. And plus the alien has been watching the other members mm-hmm. of the Nostromo uh, doing mumbly peg. <laughs> Sorry, what now? Mumbly peg. You've never heard of mumbly peg? Oh, Where you take you your go. hand, yep. you put it on the table, and you jab the knife in between mm-hmm. the hands, 
as you know, Bishop uh, yes. was able to do that. So the, uh, the alien would uh, not fall for that because it's seen that coming before. But mm-hmm. uh, in fact, it sacrificed its own hand because it knew the acid would spray and it would, yeah. Mm-hmm. Know, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty so good. Alien- and I have to disagree with you on one thing, though. I don't think mm. Hannibal Lecter would go in there and just slaughter the members of the Nostromo. I think he would play with them a while. Oh, okay. He likes yes. that psychological intrigue aspect mm-hmm. of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Too bad he didn't make it to the the loader. So Alien wins that one <laughs> pretty pretty handedly, although Lecter, you know, he, he tried to get a shot in. Yeah. So yeah. there we go. All right, next one. Quid pro quo, Chris. Yes, squid pro ro. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome powers. Love it. Okay. What do you got? (laughs) I wish people could see Steve setting the stage in his mind of this battle. The living room of a suburban home. Mm -hmm. There is a uh, tea party going on. Tea party? (laughs) No. It's like a garden party. What is it called? It's a social. It's a social. Mm -hmm. Living room, suburbia, Mm -hmm. 70s. There's a social going on, and suddenly they hear a noise from upstairs. What is that? What's going on? The party goes towards the stairs, looking up, perhaps, Mm -hmm. and coming down the stairs in an upside-down, crab-like formation is a young girl in a gown. Mm -hmm. She stands up, looks at everybody, and... (laughs) And pees on the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the opening salvo against. Against. So in this house, where the people have just witnessed a young girl peeing herself, <laughs> walking down the stairs backwards, they hear a knock at the door from a gentleman. Actually, not a knock. A scraping. <laughs> Bursting through the door, wearing a mask that was based off of William Shatner, Michael Myers, steps through. And sees this scene of a bunch of people, including a priest, and what he, what might be a demonic young child mm-hmm. named Regan. Regan, Regan. Mm-hmm. played by Linda Blair. Yeah. Well, you know, Regan is a child who mm-hmm. needs a babysitter, perhaps. And there's nothing Michael Myers likes more than babysitters. In this case, <laughs> nice. the uh, babysitter is a distraction, and. <laughs> Linda Blair is uh, able to grab her uh, crucifix, mm-hmm. um, what do you call it, stake, sword, knife? No, it was a stake. She sharpened <laughs> yeah. it, and then mm-hmm. whew, that was the scene, wasn't it? Yep. And um, she's able to ready her projectile vomit. Mm, okay. You can't get around her. She, her head turns all the way around. She's, she's <laughs> no ready blind, at no any point. Spots. Exactly, no blind spots. <laughs> um, and uh, again, that juicy, juicy... Uh, babysitter is over there in the corner and mm-hmm. he goes straight for her. Uh, mm-hmm. Regan jumps on his back, uh, mm-hmm. screaming, obviously. Okay, yeah, uh, as she would. Yeah. And she says, um, uh, <laughs> well, I was going to say Christ compels you, but no, that's what the exorcists yeah, that is what say. They... Yeah. Uh, she's, well, she's screaming. Your oh, oh, yeah, your that's mo- right. Yeah, your mother is in hell. hell. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is a clean podcast, right? This it is sure not, is. This is not an we, explicit we tag. Okay, great, great. Yeah. And uh, she's tearing at the mask, and she's mm-hmm. stabbing him with the crucifix. And how does he respond? So what he does. So Michael Myers' weapon of choice is your standard kitchen knife. Nine inches long, chef's knife. So what he would do, because Michael Myers 
does not feel pain. Like we see when you want to talk about automaton horror villains, similar to Alien, where all they do is just go. There is not a retreat. There is not anything. It is just objective. So he goes after the babysitter because he has a weakness for that. <laughs> uh, she might have two X chromosomes also. That might be an added bonus. So he goes after her, does not care about the child. So she jumps on his back, starts stabbing him. Yeah. First of all, he kills the babysitter <laughs> just straight away. <laughs> does that. As he is pulling, yeah, as he is pulling his knife out of the babysitter, yeah. he does one of these, and I'm going to motion it, but also describe it. Takes the knife and just does this. Stabs behind his back uh-huh. uh, into the girl. Uh-huh. So essentially, they're just stabbing each other. <laughs> he does not feel pain. She's got the power of the devil. Right. And he is some sort of supernatural creation. So, they just are walking around, <laughs> stabbing each other. Yeah. The crowd is still there. Mm-hmm. The priest is freaking out, mm-hmm. has no idea what to do. I like to envision the priest being Richard Pryor from the Saturday Night Live sketch, uh, the classic exorcist one. <laughs> the bed <laughs> is on my foot. Anyway, so he is freaking out. Yeah. These two are just stabbing yeah. willy-nilly. I think through that, because <laughs> uh-huh. Linda Blair is still a child and still human, she has blood. Yeah. So she eventually is going to bleed out. Mm-hmm. Michael Myers is just kind of this almost ethereal being that just disappears, reappears. Why don't we just give him the crown now, then? <laughs> no, because I, th- I think he has some contention. I okay. think there are people who can, who can take him. But in At this, the end of the first one, he's shot, mm-hmm. falls off, falls the, off balcony, the balcony, and then the psychiatrist goes and looks for him. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Second one, he's going through a hospital, stabbing people. Mm-hmm. He's immolated at the end. Yep. Nothing. He's still alive. He's still walking mm-hmm. around. All right. They made nine of these movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just think that the sheer, even if she is possessed by the devil, the mm-hmm. devil still has to have a human host. Mm-hmm. So she is just bleeding out. She does not care. She summons the bed from upstairs and drops it onto both of them. Uh huh. Um, he breaks through the bread. T- the bread. The bread. <laughs> he eats. He, a sand- <laughs> he eats a sandwich. He breaks bread with the family, thus endearing himself. Exactly. All right. You can't argue with that. Yeah. So Michael Myers. Michael wins. Myers. It is. All right. All right. Here we go. Uh, oh, I got two. Here we go. Like what? That one. Okay. We, have, we only have one in here. I feel like I messed up, but we will see. We should. Okay. And Steve this just did is... another swap. Okay. Mm-hmm. You go. You start. Okay. So mine, when it comes to psychological impact, this villain, as opposed to Chucky, which I saw around the same time as this, Chucky did not scare me at all. This character, all of us growing up as young children, some of us have an innate fear of clowns. So when I saw it, and when I specifically saw the villain played by Tim Curry, Pennywise, from the novelization, or this kind of, it was a TV movie series called It, was terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. So, yeah. So he is similar to Freddy in that he can kind of attack you in your dreams, attack you in your thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, psychological impact of Pennywise is huge, specifically on me. 
Who is he up against? Well, we got a team. We got a, um, a fearsome foursome. Mm-hmm. They, you may not know this, but uh, oh, they all dear. work together. They, they mm. met each other in uh, the Abbott and Costello world, <laughs> and that's where they, they came into being. We got Frankenstein mm-hmm. and the Mummy uh-huh. and the Wolfman and the Creature from the Black Lagoon. Individually, mm-hmm. not very powerful, let's be honest. True. Frankenstein, yep. he walks, mm-hmm. he throws a girl in, in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's one of his weapons. That's his move. That's his, right. his, that is his move. go-to. Mummy walks, mm-hmm. chokes. Yes. Yeah. You know, bats an arm. Mm-hmm. The Wolfman, okay. Legitimate little, threat. A little more skills. It's mm-hmm. got the claws, mm-hmm. got the mouth, the full of teeth, mm-hmm. you know. And the creature from the Black Lagoon <laughs> apparently also walks and hits people with his yes. arms. I mean, he doesn't spit acid or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But together, mm. working together. Like the classic MGM monsters that they are. Absolutely. They uh, could really pose a threat to Pennywise. Now, I- I'm afraid I actually don't know a lot about Pennywise. What kind of attacks, what kind of things mm. would he do? I know he's got teeth, he's got balloons, and he <clears> can get into your dreams. But remember, these four creatures, they don't mm-hmm. really have functioning minds. Maybe the Wolfman and the creature from the La- Black Lagoon, misunderstood. But Frankenstein has mm-hmm. the mind of a criminal. He's the brain mm-hmm. of a criminal. Not very well put together. The mummy is 20,000 years old, however old it right. is. So there's not a lot of psychological uh, things for Pennywise to hang on to. He plays on the and fears, that, right? And that is where you are wrong, because Pennywise's greatest attribute, his greatest weapon of choice, is playing on your own fears. So, of the people that you just mentioned, Frankenstein hates fire. Guess what Pennywise is going to do? Light the world on fire. So therefore, surrounding Frankenstein in this haze of fire, he cannot figure out what is going on. But so, it's an illusion, right? It's not real. No, it is real. Oh, he can create oh, real oh, yeah. things in the real world? Absolutely. Okay. That was what made Pennywise so scary, is that to those people... It was real. Uh huh. So if he attacked them, no, you're saying so. You're saying it is a fantasy. It's just in their minds. No, if he, he said had, to them, it's real. Well, if he attacked them, they die. They could get physically hurt okay. because of their connection with him. Okay. And because that was how he was able to affect them. So Frankenstein, fire, done. The mummy, depending on what iteration of the mummy you're going with, black cat, meow. So what the what Pennywise does, rising from the ground are mummified black cats that sick on him. Uh, So that, done. Wolfman is, again, depending on the iteration, technically afraid of the moon. He hates being that. So he can play on that. Mm -hmm. Creature from the Black Lagoon is realistically the only one who is not not really afraid of anything. Um, So it would come down to the Creature from the Black Lagoon versus Pennywise taking place in the sewers because they all float down there, as Pennywise said, and he likes to hang out in the sewers. Ah. Uh, Creatures from the Black Lagoon, psychological impact. To this day, if I am swimming in a lake, I do not open my eyes underwater because I'm afraid that I will see something like that. Wow, okay. Huh. So both of these characters <clears throat> affected yeah. me like pretty much my whole life. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um. My heart wants to say creature from the Black Lagoon. What does he do? He just chokes you. Yeah. Kind of like the mummy. It's like a water mummy. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, hashtag this episode is water mummy. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, 
And his, but is his, is his weakness women? He does like a damsel in distress, yeah. or she becomes in distress. Yeah. <laughs> he likes a damsel. Right. Um, the imagery is terrifying. So when you talk about... Not to the classic monsters, though. What do they care about a clown with teeth? True. They don't care about clowns. They're not scared of clowns. That is true. And especially the creature from the Black Lagoon. He is a primordial <laughs> They can creature. barely feed themselves. Um, oof. I mean, the wolfman will probably feed on we'll the probably. entrails of his <laughs> captures. And, yeah. Okay, so they're it. in the sewer. Yeah, what they're, they're in the sewer. What happens? So he appeared. Uh, Pennywise, Pennywise would turn into a giant spider crab of type course, monster. I forgot about the spider. Yeah. Uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Not scared of spiders. But Not okay. scared of spiders. Yeah. Does still need to be completely submerged to be at his full power. Oh, yeah. So what he would do, yes. grab one of the uh, safety valves right. in the sewer, spin it, therefore flooding yes. the sewers completely. He is at full power. Pennywise is now a crab spider monster who is drowning, therefore letting the Creature from the Black Lagoon rip into pieces. Wow, okay. I, I just advocated your villain. Very good, yeah, uh, yeah. But I think that is how it would go down, because I the, creature from the, Black Lagoon, <laughs> the creature from the Black Lagoon is smart enough to operate basic machinery. Is it? He okay. Got, he, got it. he reaches up on the boat, and yeah. Okay. So I think, yeah, he would turn a knob or hit a lever and flood it. Great, great. Okay, good job, well, Steve. It's good to see good them job. get to the next round. Yes. Speaking of next round, I only have... <laughs> One, you only have one, one left. Paper, so I feel like we skipped one. Well, we got Dracula. Mm-hmm. Oh, versus uh, Yorgat, uh, Damien. No, no. Oh, okay. Yep, got it. Okay, so I will take you. Take Dracula. Okay, great. Uh, that and, works. And you are doing. We are doing the Bram Stoker's Dracula, played by Gary Oldman, mm-hmm. versus Pinhead from mm-hmm. the Hellraiser series. Mm-hmm. So. You go ahead with Dracula first. Well, maybe I can bring them both into being. We have a Victorian Keanu Reeves. <laughs> with one of the worst Victorian accents. Yeah, yeah. What, and is he American? Is he British? Like, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, he, uh, the, he is bringing Dracula's coffin into the castle. Okay, yep. What he doesn't know, though, is that the castle is populated by people, the Cenobites, aren't they called? Cenobites. The Cenobites, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they're chanting and chanting, and they're mm. bringing Pinhead into being. At the same time, the sun is falling, and Dracula bursts from his mm-hmm. coffin, and the battle is on. Now, Dracula has his seduction powers not going to work on pinhead <laughs> he's got his biting i might i might have to go somewhere with that oh, okay. go, ahead, go ahead and he can turn into a bat uh. you know he i'm sure you can evade pinhead but i don't know what does pinhead do that's one i haven't seen you got to help me out there so hellraiser is from the very very twisted mind of clive barker um these are the types of movies that to me are not necessarily my favorite genre of horror movies to me, the psychological horror, like it, those ones are the ones that got me the most. Hellraiser was kind of, Clive Barker just wanted to push the envelope. So he wanted to show torture. He wanted to show people being flayed alive. Or you see them in the background already flayed, which is terrifying, but it was shock factor. So these movies, and they made a bunch of them, um, play on Pinhead rising from the netherworld. 
uh, with his followers, these Cenobites, and taking over. Because usually some idiot opens the puzzle box, the uh, Lament mm. configuration mm-hmm. puzzle box, and then literally Probably all... Probably Keanu, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. Literally I mean, all Assuming he can loose. get through the puzzle. <laughs> he would just be, He would end up doing it. Just like the thousand monkeys with typewriters in a room right. situation. Yeah. Um, All he has is time on his hands as the coffin is slowly taken to the castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Pinhead, when you talk about seduction, one of the things that the Hellraiser series, all of the human S characters have these crazy over the top SM type of look to them. So, wait, who do I have in this battle? I forget. Oh, I have Pinhead. It doesn't matter. We'll just work it out. So Pinhead sees Dracula first, just pop out of the casket. It's like, Psh, whatever, I got this. Then, as Dracula has been known to do, starts Dracula starts changing his shape. Uh-huh. Sure. Into He's a shadow. another uh-huh. S&M type creature. Therefore, mm. Pinhead is like, hey, hey. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I like now it's a different type of movie. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Like, I like where this is going. Mm, sure. Dracula the whole time yeah. knows the power he has. Pinhead is still trying to figure out, although his Cenobites are there, they would what be do feeding they do? him. What do they physically do? How do they, they, they have a bunch exactly. of different weird, They're just say to masochistic, basically, right? Yeah, well, a lot of them are just like creatures that are just terrifying. The puppetry work with those movies, it looks a little weird now, but legitimately terrifying. Um, so he would have those. Dracula would have some bats, and those those three ladies who seduce Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All- Wait, Pinhead's <laughs> not made out of stone. He's flesh and blood, right? Yeah, but they're not his style. I think the Cenobites and those three women, uh-huh. they just end up going in a different room and having, a, <laughs> having their own time. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So in this room still, you yeah. have Pinhead versus Dracula yeah. and a dumbfounded Keanu Reeves, uh-huh. a.k.a. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure, sure. Uh, so Pinhead's first attack would be to try and get into Dracula's head. Yeah. Would be to like see what type of horrors he can pull from it to then play off of that fear and intimidation. Yeah. Uh, so with that, Dracula, I think, would not really be very faced by that. This is a creature who has been through everything. Yeah. Again, depending on the iteration, his wife dies, he you know, uh, decides to go against God and all of these things. Like, Is this demon going to affect him that much? Mm-hmm. Would he or not? I don't know anything about Pinhead. I'm sorry to block here, mm. but I, I really don't know that much about him. I mean, it's an interesting world that we've painted, for sure, where you've got this side battle-slash-orgy <laughs> happening right. in, in the castle somewhere. The bats and the Keanu, and it's just a mess. This is just <laughs> it a, is mess. a mess. Although, but, what I think Pinhead would do to take control of the situation, he would pull, because he does this, he would pull Dracula into his world. Uh, which they, I feel like they have a name for it. Was it the Nether Realm? Uh, but yeah, now, he would, Pinhead he would has access to all kinds of different weapons, and and he has pretty much the pins in his head. Oh, yes, I mean none of them are wooden stakes, but <laughs> right. I, I get the feeling that he'd be able to utilize something in his environment or, mm-hmm. or one of the Cenobites to to cause some damage. Which, How can we kill Dracula? We can cut off his head. Cut off his head. Wooden stake. Wooden stake. Holy water. Holy water. Uh, Ooh, the which sun. Pinhead would not be a fan of holy water. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. Um, Pinhead would stick him to the ground. The sun would come up. And then. Yeah? Yeah. 
All right, I, let's pick a winner. Uh, I will go with I will go with Pinhead. Um, even though his depiction, and this is like straight off of Wikipedia, but I also heard it in some interview, his depiction was kind of based on the old Count Dracula stuff. Mm-hmm. So Pinhead wins that one. All right, time for our next sponsor. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> this week we are sponsored by Spirit Sheets. Made from the silk of 1,000 black widow spiders. So soft, you'll feel like you're dead. Spirit sheets. <laughs> Buy now on Amazon for nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Wow. So spirit <clears throat> sheets. Really? Okay. Uh, <laughs> John, we're down to the Elite Eight. Yes. Or, as we'd like to call it on this spectacular special, mm-hmm. the Eight. <laughs> okay, so Steve and I, before we started recording, we were trying to come up with a name for that one and... That was Steve's best shot. Uh-huh. Wow. What do you got? The Electrify? Oh, yeah, come it was terrible. On. It was terrible. I, win. I win that round. All right. So uh, how do we decide who, who kind of takes the, takes the choice? Or are we just going to each just talk about who wins Let's the next round? Let's each talk about it. Let's work this out. Yeah. Right. yeah. So in the Elite now, Eight, round one is... Freddy versus mm-hmm. Candyman. Ooh, I like that. Like, <clears throat> one of them, Freddy, has his blade hand. Of course. Candyman. Hook hand. Yeah. Now, interestingly, they both come from this spirit realm. They come mm-hmm. from yep. a place that we can't touch. Maybe they're battling in that nether Oh, for world. sure. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're in they a dream world. They wouldn't come to the real world where they both could be damaged. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Freddy, in the dreamscape, finds a mirror, intentionally mm-hmm. says Candyman five times. For a challenge. And brings him there. So, we got bees that can act. <laughs> as a distraction very very key point (laughs) but not only as a distraction i mean the bees are kind of like a clay face type of situation right Mm -hmm. i mean he can form them into a hammer i mean it's like a green lantern green lantern yes okay (laughs) (laughs) uh so he could make a dog made of bees that when it barks it shoots bees (laughs) yes that's the simpsons reference okay um okay so in this dream world i think what it would come down to honestly is a hand-to-hand battle okay because both of them would have power to kind of warp this world Mm -hmm. so blade hand hook hand Mm. Candyman was in the civil war Uh so he was a soldier sure sure freddy krueger was a pedophile (laughs) as Uh, a profession as a profession uh so i think Blade hand, hook hand, ching, 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 like samurai swords. Yeah. You're assuming that Freddy stays in his form, though. I mean, he, he, would, he would try. He would become a snake. Every time he would try and do that, bee stings. Boom. <laughs> so there, Then that would snap him back it into would the snap normal him back. form. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. So Candyman would recognize that. It would come down to a fight. I think Freddy would try and slash the hook out of his hand. Sure. Just chop that hand off. Just try, yeah, yeah. try to do it. Yeah, but Candyman is too fast, too strong. Yeah, grabs the blade hand, uses the hook to rip that arm off. Of Sends the, body. the bees inside. There we go. Sends the bees inside the now open wound, right. and then he just starts getting bigger and bigger, puffing right. up. Explodes. Yeah, it makes yep. sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Candyman. Candyman. <laughs> nice. All right. Next one. I am so happy. <laughs> That Jaws and Jason both won. Because if you remember... (laughs) Another alliterative battle. Yeah, but you have to keep in mind that Jason became Jason because he was in Camp Crystal Lake. Camp Crystal Lake. And he was drowning. And none of the counselors counselors. came to help him. Mm -hmm. So we got got a water aspect here (laughs) going. And Jaws... uh, I wouldn't put him past him that he could live in Camp Camp Crystal Lake. Oh, no. Not at all. But remember... 
uh, Jason is quite happy in the water. I mean, mm-hmm. he can walk along the yep. bottom of Camp Crystal Lake all the way to the other <laughs> side. Of the Caribbean to kill style. <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. Um, now, he has been killed. Jason mm-hmm. has been killed in the water by, you know, they wrap chains around yep. him and they, yep. you know, he drowns. I think but, because of that, I think mm-hmm. even though Jason is comfortable in the water, mm-hmm. Jaws is a great white shark. Mm-hmm. Great white sharks have not needed to evolve in 20 million years. Yeah. Like, they're the perfect killing machine it's in still their mortal element. though it is but it is uh, more comfortable in the water so jason the fact that they can wrap him in chains and throw him back in the lake that killed him the first time uh-huh i seem to remember him using a harpoon in jason takes manhattan Ooh. i don't see jason takes manhattan as canon but i guess it is it is the there is any to the third one is not it's the, the closest thing one. he used to um closest thing he used to a harpoon um, um sorry <laughs> The closest thing he used to a gun was that yeah. harpoon gun in Jason Man- Takes Manhattan. Now, I think you're getting a little bit confused because you mentioned the witches episode. That was Halloween. Oh, that Halloween was Halloween. Yep, Halloween 3. Yep. But interestingly, sorry, another sidebar, but mm-hmm. um, I'm remembering this. One of the Jason movies, he was barely in it. And yes. it was people ate his heart and then the spirit of Jason transferred. Mm-hmm. That's, not Dumb. Good, that's not a good one. Dumb. So, so in this one, in the lake. Jason goes in there mm-hmm. loaded for bear confident he's not smart mm-hmm. but he's not a dummy either mm-hmm. so he goes in there harpoon gun he's got a, a harpoon on a stick mm-hmm. and uh he just walks and wait. he's patient he's patient just he like is, the shark he, he is patient just like i was gonna shark. say this yeah. is this battle first of all i think it would take a week yes <laughs> because of both of them even in the small lake are waiting yeah waiting for the other person right. i think jaws makes the first move uh-huh recognizing like all right i'm done waiting yeah i'm huge he is a tiny human. Right. I'm going to go after him. Yeah. As he does. Yeah. Harpoon. With a barrel on the end. With a, bar- <laughs> with a barrel on the end. Takes out one of Jaws' eyes. Mm. Therefore making the battle even more challenging sure. for the stronger, bigger Jaws. Mm-hmm. But I think Jason becomes an overconfident, tries using his machete, tries using anything else he can, mm-hmm. is slowed down by the water. Hard to swing it. Jaws is not... Jaws chomps him in half, eats him, done. I like it. There we go. All right. Next up, we got Alien mm-hmm. versus Michael Myers. Uh, Alien wins. <laughs> like that. that was Wait good. a minute. No, you said Michael Myers is invulnerable to pretty much anything. I mean. But he has never been doused in acid. Oh. He has never right. been completely disintegrated. Of course. So I think with this, ooh, here we go. Okay, I'm ready. Alien tries to uh, not impregnate, uh, infuses, not infuses. What it possesses? Tree, tree hugger. Yeah, or face tree hugger. hugger. <laughs> he goes down to Eugene, Oregon. He uh, uses a face hugger. A face hugger. Okay, but it does not work. Something can't is get wrong. through the mask. Yeah, something wow. is something is wrong. Yeah. So he recognizes that, but I think then also as Michael Myers. Same type of thing. I think he gets a good shot. I think he takes off an arm. And as, as we have seen, Alien does not mm. like that. He doesn't like the arm chopped off. freaking yeah. out, spraying acid everywhere. Yeah. Michael Myers keeps going forward. Yeah. Because, again, automaton. Sure. As he's doing that, he is falling apart. Yeah. His, his arms start to disintegrate. And you know those alien babies need a babysitter. <laughs> they sure do. So and Newt's there. 
I think I think that as the alien is spraying him with acid, yeah. recognizes that he is deteriorating, goes full bore, mm-hmm. grabs Michael Myers with his tail, mm-hmm. lifts him up, and shoves his now severed arm down into Michael Myers and just pours acid into him. Sounds like something you'd do. Yeah. Alien. Mm-hmm. Alien wins it. All right. All right. Now we got <laughs> classic <laughs> monsters. Mm-hmm. Now remember... <laughs> We may have lost a couple in the first round, but okay. you know each each round is its own. Uh, uh, yeah, they get their chance. Spoke battle. Yeah, exactly. it is like uh, so. Tekken Tag. The sure. next one, you get your guys back. Yeah. Uh, or Marvel classic, versus Capcom too. Never heard of it. Classic monsters versus Pinhead. Mm-hmm. So Pinhead again, similar in their last battle. This is another Royal Rumble. <clears throat> yeah, Pennywise, or yeah, similar to Pennywise, Pinhead tries to pull thoughts <clears throat> tries to get them into their fears and everything they this don't, ti- don't have no fear yeah this time it is not really working the cenobites are all taken care of by the wolfman as a ah, predator sure, sure so he takes care of all of them mm-hmm. instead of the creature from the black lagoon being the champion of this one i think the mummy does right the mummy is brainless <laughs> I'm just imagining the creature from the Black Lagoon flopping around <laughs> like a fish. In this dream world. In the Cenobite world, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So I think the mummy... Who goes, does the puzzle? Mm, the only one that I could... The mummy. Because it would be some sort of Egyptology. Sure. It would be something ancient. Right. He yeah. tries to raise Anoxuna Moon, his lover. Yeah. Turns out, brings up Pinhead. Yeah, you know that classic monster, Anax on the Moon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So in doing that, they raise Pinhead, but he is by himself. Yeah. Actually, not without his, without his Cenobites, because this was an ancient version. Yeah. So... Who are we forgetting? The mummy? The, oh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. What's Frankenstein doing? Going after him full bore. Yeah. Just like... <laughs> just yeah. like classic style, overwhelms Pinhead. Pinhead brings out a flower, though. Remember? Bruh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> slows, slows down. As he slows down, yeah. that gives a chance to the creature from the Black Lagoon who's been flopping around right. to bite Pinhead's ankle. Ah, yes. And then you have the mummy come by, use his wrappings, uh-huh. and at the same time pull out all of the pins. Uh-huh. And that makes his head just fall apart. Sure. <laughs> it does in this <laughs> dream world sequence. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I think the classic monsters in sheer numbers because Pinhead does not have his Cenobites. Right. Because the Lament configuration was damaged in Egypt at some point. You know what? This is <laughs> this is all wrapped up, as the mummy would say. <laughs> oh, hey, classic monsters win. All right. So now we're now on to the, and this one I did name, so much better than the eight. This is the Frightful Four. And we're going to breeze through these ones, <laughs> which is going to be really interesting. The semifinal match is between Candyman mm-hmm. and Jaws. <laughs> okay, so bees and a hook. Ooh, Jaws is susceptible to a hook. He is a fish. <laughs> Technically. I don't know if you happen to remember the scene in Jaws where the two hillbillies go out to the dock Mm -hmm. and they go, we're going to catch this fish. This is before everybody gets into the Mm. catching Jaws game. Mm -hmm. They have a a massive hook uh, around a a ham hock. You know, he goes, Uh this is the wife's roast. I hope we catch it. (laughs) And they tie it to the dock. Jaws comes along, pulls the entire dock with him. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, it's coming back. And then they they get out of the way. So, hook... Mm. 
Hook, not a problem for him. Hook. And bees. Come on. What do we got? Swimming bees, please. <laughs> well, if, <laughs> I'm not going to advocate for swimming bees. That uh-huh. would just be ridiculous. How does Candyman come into this world? I mean, what world Candyman are they fighting in? Candyman in this world. Jaws goes up onto the back of the orca, and there's a mirror. And it goes, got a new man, got a new land shark. Mm. Quint tries to summon Candyman oh, because he has sure. been unsuccessful. Uh-huh. He's, uh, he's, he survived the attack from Samara. Sure. Uh, he then is on a different boat. It's like, that was a close one. Mm-hmm. I just saw Jaws nearly eat me. I saw some demon girl. He's got a bigger boat. He, he did get a bigger boat. He was like, he starts researching. Mm-hmm. Goes to the mirror, calls out Candyman. Mm-hmm. So then Candyman shows up, kills Quint. Sorry, Quint. Uh, right away, just for annoying him. Sure. Now it's on. Now it is on. The bees come out, drown. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. Uh, Candyman recognizes that, tries to, <laughs> tries to hook him uh, through the face. Uh, Jaws realizes the Candyman tastes like honey. Jaws is unstoppable once devours, he gets the taste of honey. Whole. It's, it's second only to blood. Mm-hmm. Jaws, so they can smell honey in the water from a mile away. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I think it's undisputable. Yep, or right. indisputable. Indisputable. Okay, so Jaws moves on to the championship round, and the next semifinal match is between Alien versus Classic Monsters, <laughs> <laughs> which is good. We have we have a monster showdown. Yeah, uh, some would call it a monster mash. Boom! I got it in there. Wow. Um, <laughs> Impressive. So, Impressive. I didn't you. see it coming. It yeah. smacked me on the face like a handful like, of bees. <laughs> like a handful of bees. <laughs> or a dog made of bees. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, classic monsters okay. versus alien. Mm. Oof. Let's bring... This is on a steamboat. Okay. Uh, it has to be on a steamboat. Why? Because uh, now it has, to, it has to be in the classic monster world. So, either on yeah. a steamboat, which would be yeah. Creature in the Black Lagoon, or in like a farmhouse mm-hmm. a farmhouse for frankenstein with a lake nearby mm-hmm. for the creature mm-hmm. from the black lagoon okay. that happens to have a coffin from egypt with the mummy yes. on a full moon that has the wolf man yep yep <laughs> synergy <laughs> right right alien fresh off his kill of predator and his entire mm-hmm. species uh he's feeling good yeah confident you know, yeah. comes in there you know pops a pbr <laughs> and uh that's the signal to the classic monsters that it's mm-hmm. on that whoosh, you know Okay. <clears throat> so, mommy oh. comes out. And, mm-hmm. uh, Frankenstein comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Wolfman comes out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then Creature from Luckily. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think and the alien thinks it as a joke at yeah. first. Oh, defenses get dropped. Yeah. 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 Distraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I, I wouldn't put it past Frankenstein to use a loader. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you know, wherever alien goes, this, there's a loader around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that got, well, <clears throat> the predators oh. were going to use it, but they're too proud. You know right. what I mean? It's there. Mm-hmm. Kind of in the same way that, you know, back in the old days when they were playing hockey, you sure you could use a mask. You could use a mask <laughs> as the goalie. Why would But you? I know. What are you, a wuss? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Frankenstein gets in the loader. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Unfortunately, while swinging around, cuts the mummy in half. <laughs> sure. Just, just he's clumsy. Yeah. He's trying to figure. He pinches him in half. Uh-huh. Just, just squishes him. Right. And right. out come a bunch of scarabs. Ah, yeah. Ooh, which okay. the scarabs go after Alien. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like Alien would be good against a person. You know, a singular object or mm-hmm. creature. But 
dealing with a lot of little skittering things would be quite difficult. Yeah, for it, would be, it, it would be it would be it would be disorienting. And yeah, yeah. Um, and they do they eat any sort of flesh. But once they get in there, aren't they dissolved by the acid? But the, the sheer number of scarabs there would ah, be. Good point. The alien would at least lose a leg. Sure. And it would be down. It would be hobbled. Right. Um, the wolfman would. Ooh, the wolfman would. It would go after the wagging tail mm-hmm. because it is still a dog, mm-hmm. and it would get excited by the wagging tail of the alien. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It would chomp the tail in half, mm-hmm. therefore taking out its major weapon. Also killing the Wolfman, though. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Wolfman. Yeah. Now, who are we down to on the classic monster side? We have uh, Frankenstein, Frankenstein and Creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> I think uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon has a soft heart. Mm-hmm. I think it would go up to Alien mm-hmm. with the intention to fight it, mm-hmm. but it would look into its non-existent eyes. True. And uh, it would see the its... The glossy visage. Yes, the beautiful tongue and the dripping, because you know it loves the dripping saliva. Mm-hmm. It's a creature from the Black Lagoon, after all. Right. And uh, it, it wouldn't be able to make the strike. Mm. I think it's, it's love struck. Mm. Not an ally, necessarily, but just so, you know, it can't do it. It runs out. <laughs> you know, it can't handle it. So now we got... So then, what it, what it would do, the alien would recognize that, one of its hands straight through the creature from the Black Lagoon. Sure. Sure. And does that, and then just bifurcates. It just goes up and <laughs> just course. slices it in half. Yeah. So you have yeah. Frankenstein in, in the, the loader, loader. <laughs> versus, all the other monsters versus Alien, who sure. does not have a tail or a leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> alien is susceptible to loaders. Mm-hmm. Caught in the alien's teeth mm-hmm. is the arm guard from its predator battle, mm. and it's still trying to. Uh, it's just I can't quite <laughs> get there, and it it it. De- it de- 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 and Frankenstein sits there, loader arms crossed, <laughs> turns around, walks into the distance Ooh. as Alien. Explodes. I like it. I want to see this movie. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Classic monsters for the win. Classic monsters. So, the grand finale, the champion match of all champion matches. Classic monsters versus Jaws. <laughs> And this match is brought to you by our last sponsor, (laughs) Poison Blue Apron. Now you can have poison meals delivered directly to your home. This month, the featured dish is Poison Hoison Fish. Kill your spouse the easy way with Poison Blue Apron. Uh, And if you use the code about to review at Poison Blue Apron, (laughs) you get your first three meals free. (laughs) Classic (laughs) horror monsters Mm -hmm. versus Jaws. This is a tough one. This is a corker. This this is tough. Because... I like this. We've got the creature from... Okay, there are, everyone's fine. Everyone now, is right? back. Yep. This is a, regenerated. its own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Class, uh, creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Obviously not afraid of water. Nope. Can we keep this at Camp Crystal Lake, though? Because we, got, we, can't, yes. we can't have it on the ocean every single time, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there's no place... To, unless oh, the classic go. monsters charter their own boat. They would be a steamboat. <laughs> the steamboat. <laughs> from on the, a river? From the Black, it would come from the Black Lagoon, oh, okay. going through the... The, the locks okay. into okay. the ocean. Yeah, they're hunting Jaws. Mm-hmm. They're chumming the waters. Using, with bits of the mummy. <laughs> with bits of the mummy. Why not? Yeah. He is not a little, mind. A little pithy, perhaps. A little bit of uh, mm-hmm. dust in there. But, you yep. know, there's some, that some flush despair. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And Jaws gets the scent. Mm-hmm. Jaws is approaching the steamboat. The paddle wheel is going for full bore. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the first thing Jaws goes for. Crunch, 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 crunch. Yep. It eats the paddle wheel there. 
So now they're just dead in the water, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the what, mummy is like, get it? Dead in the water? <laughs> right. Abbott and Costello roll their eyes mm-hmm. from the shore. <laughs> right. And, uh, and uh, now we've got, well, you know, Frankenstein was really the star of the he last one. He was the champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's really proved his mettle in battle. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his first move? His first move would be to grab a heavy object. Yeah, a wrench of some kind. And just start <laughs> throwing it into the water <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> without aiming. Mm-hmm. He would just start doing that. Uh, anything that he can find. Mm-hmm. Bits of wood. Uh, sure. Well, it's important to know, though, that uh, Jaws is no dummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knows how to start a fire when he needs to. Which, How does he do that? He rams the side of the steamboat, mm-hmm. causing the engine to flood. If you remember Jaws, the mm-hmm. engine was flooding. It was smoking. It was starting a fire. Frankenstein, fire bad, Ooh, yep. goes overboard. Luckily, Creature from the Black Lagoon is there to save him. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot going on. Try, mm-hmm. try to put this in your mind. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I'm no. there. Okay. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> now, uh, what is... So on deck, we have the wolfman and the mummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the water, Frankenstein and the creature from the Black mm-hmm. Lagoon uh, holding him, I guess. Yeah, Creature from the yeah. Black Lagoon is frantically yeah. trying to get Frankenstein back. Right. Back right. to the boat, back to the shore, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. something. Yeah, but uh, right on his tail mm-hmm. is Jaws. Mm-hmm. Jaws grabs his legs. I mean, it's like a yeah. snack. It's like a French... Uh, Frog legs type of situation, mm-hmm. which is the delicacy to Jaws. Of course. Boosting his confidence and his happiness. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I think Creature from the Black Lagoon is dead in the water, but he's yeah. able to get Frankenstein back. Back to the boat. But, but he can't quite come on board because remember, the fire's still going on. So he's hanging Ooh, on he the side. He's freaking out. Yeah, yeah. Fire bad, shark bad. Fire bad, <laughs> shark bad. <laughs> right. Mummy, meanwhile, mm-hmm. must be doing some sort of incantation, you'd imagine. Yes. He has the Book of the Dead. So he has the Book of the Dead trying to summon a creature that could help, forgetting that Egypt only has one major river going through it. Sure. So he summons some crocodiles. Ah. Um, I like it. Some Nile crocodiles. Yeah, yeah. To come and just just to get something. To, Mm -hmm. you know, have him going after something else while he tries to come up with a plan. The wolfman, you know, when when you're in a car... And there's a dog, and they cannot really stand upright. Mm-hmm. That is what the dog is doing on the what, what the wolfman is doing on the boat, mm-hmm. just trying to get his footing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is at night, by the way. <laughs> this, <laughs> it this, has this, to this be full moon. It has to be. Yeah, um, but let's just think about jaw size. Big. We have yeah <clears throat> for jaws. Mm-hmm. That's his name, Wolfman. How big can you open your mouth? Not that, but what are you gonna do? So you got claws, but come on, it's got so shark skin. As, as a wolf, as a wolfman is kind of just freaking out, just kind of like skidding on the deck. The mummy recognizes that, breaks off his humerus from his arm, mm. oh. throws it at sure. Jaws. Wolfman, classic dog, <laughs> yep. goes to jump after the bone, lands on Jaws, yeah. and just starts tearing. Okay. Just starts just going after the bone. Not he even, needed incentive. Need incentive. A distraction, maybe. Because he thinks Jaws is going after the bone. <laughs> right. So right. he is freaking out. Uh, he manages to claw up Jaws mm-hmm. real good, maybe get a couple bites in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Meanwhile, the steamboat's going down. Mm-hmm. This, is gonna, this is going into the water fast. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think Frankenstein would have the presence of mind to grab some kind of weapon or some mm-hmm. kind of, yeah. you know, he he's got the compressed air. air. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the compressed air is there. That's how you kill it. On Jaws, a steamboat? Right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> compressed Why not? air had nothing, nothing Diving in a river? Ugh. No? Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Um, it would be some this sort is of... This a tough one, John. This it... is really a question for the ages. It would be. We're pretty deep in here now. So, so, so help me out here. What's the scene Okay, now? so Frankenstein got... is hanging onto the side. Yes. The boat is going down. Yes. The mummy Wolfman. is the only one on deck still. Okay. There are some crocodiles in the water. He's doing an incantation, the mummy. Oh, well, he already did. So there are oh, crocodiles, oh, crocodile? there are crocodiles oh, yeah, in the water. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm with you. I'm Creature in the Black Lagoon. Sorry. Uh, killed in action. Yes. Has to uh, yeah. You get to... Gets a, you know, gets buried with honors. He's like Aquaman, right? I mean, he's oh, always the oh, first to go. He did not go there. <laughs> so, Disclaimer, I know nothing about comics. Yeah. So Wolfman, he's the only one currently damaging Jaws. Yeah. Because Frankenstein tried just throwing some wrenches at everything, not doing anything. The mummy, the crocodiles are bearing in. The crocodiles are coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the boat goes down, though, the mummy who is in rags, also starts falling apart. Mm-hmm. Starts coming apart. As that happens, the crocodiles start fading before they can even get to sure. Jaws. They turn into skeletons or something. Yep. And they, you know, what's that gonna... Yeah, and by the way, Wolfman is on the back of Jaws. Mm-hmm. All Jaws has to do is submerge. <laughs> we know that Jaws can go down with three barrels attached. So that he's going to have no problem with a dog on his back. So as, as Wolfman is just clawing, scratching, biting. Doing some damage. Doing some damage, honest. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jaws recognizes that. Dive bombs. Yeah. Wolfman, with his last bubbly breath, gets one more swipe and takes out a dorsal fin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Wolfman killed in action. Rest Mummies, in peace. Bottom of the ocean. Re- not, not quite yet. Oh, I thought you said he was disintegrated. He was disintegrating because the boat is oh, going down. Okay. Uh-huh. So as he's doing that, he cannot concentrate on the spell. It's very complicated. It is. Okay. Uh, Jaws comes back up, limping, as <laughs> sharks do without a dorsal fin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frankenstein punches it right in the nose. Mm-hmm. And as we all know, that is a good place to hit a shark. Sure. Punches it in the nose shatters his arm mm-hmm. oh this is tough i don't know if you've ever seen scooby-doo <laughs> yes <laughs> but as you're probably aware the classic monsters once had a band <laughs> wolf or uh not wolfman wolfman said mm-hmm. frankenstein yep in a moment of inspiration mm. pulls the saxophone off the wall starts blowing the <laughs> soothing <laughs> sounds <laughs> there you go yeah <laughs> Jaws is a beast. And you know what music uh, does to the savage calms beast. Calms the savage beast. Calms the savage beast. Mm-hmm. Frankenstein mm-hmm. summons the built-up electricity in his bolts, nice. lays hands on the floundering Jaws, mm-hmm. shocks him to death. Sacrifices himself. Sacrifice, sacrifices himself, leaving just a disintegrating mummy, mummy. to soak up the glory. So the mummy... Floats on his back into the sunset. Mm Mm-hmm. So as we have established, the greatest horror movie villain in this this death match (laughs) are the classic MGM monsters led by the mummy who survived. You know, I'm just going to say QED, man. This is, we got it. We got it. We worked it out. Marvel and any other studio pay attention mm-hmm. we just wrote your next few movies this is the best movie ever made i'm writing it in classic movie <laughs> monsters amazing <sighs> i'm exhausted john that was, that was incredible 
so wow, yeah, that was that was amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we did that. Um, how about we wrap it up then? Now that we have crowned the best movie monster, sounds good. So, Steve, where can people find you so they can talk all about this? And yeah, if they disagree with you, they should let you know. Where? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at mm-hmm. Steve Blog. You can find me on Instagram at Stand Inside, or of course my website standinsidemedia.com where you can watch all kinds of delightful movies from all over the globe Lip, yep literally all over the globe <laughs> east west north south uh circumnavigating steve does amazing work uh with national geographic expeditions so definitely check that out uh as for this podcast you can find it on facebook twitter and instagram at about to review uh you can stream it on iTunes, stream it from the website, abouttoreview.com. If you have suggestions, comments, uh, if you think you can think of another monster who could beat the classic movie monsters, which we've already proved you cannot, you can email those suggestions to abouttoreview at gmail.com. Let's shut the door on this one. Yeah, for this episode... (laughs) uh, No, not yet. For this episode, I have been that guy named John... I've been this guy named Steve. <laughs> and Back from the dead. We will see you next time. Oh, yeah. Hooray. As the coffin opens. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. <laughs> A week later. All Bye. Right. <laughs>